Were you acting like you were <clears throat> pretending it was on when you were talking, do you think? No, I wasn't acting like I was pretending it's on. So Brian and I, good morning, morning. everybody. It's, uh, what, 5 a.m.? I don't even know what time it is. 6.09 a.m. Oh, on 6 a Saturday. 09. I've been up since 4.15 a.m. Anyway, Brian and I were sitting here talking about what we should discuss this morning yes. on the See Where It Goes podcast. Um, and I mentioned talking about pride, which he didn't really want to talk about, because he said then it would be like not seeing where it goes, which... We don't really have any rules for this podcast. We Sometimes we know what we're going to talk about, and then other times we literally have no clue. We just turn on the computer and the mic, and we start talking. But uh, yes. pride is something that has become an issue in our lives as of late in the past couple of years. Um, so anyway, I was thinking of it last night because... I have family members who are LGBTQ allies. Yeah. And then I have some, and yeah, and one of them is Catholic, and then one of them is believes in God, but she doesn't really identify as a Christian or a Catholic or anything like that. She doesn't even go to church, but she she believes in God and and all of that, but she doesn't. I don't know. She just doesn't get all into the spiritual stuff. And um, and then I think you have some Christian friends who are allies as well. Yeah. And then we have friends who are gay who are Christians. I have several. You have some as well. Yeah. Um, Jay and Luke. Yeah. Luke's Catholic and Jay's a Christian and they're a married couple who live here in San Antonio. Luke's Catholic and gay and um, sorry, <laughs> and Jay's a Christian. That's just interesting. That's funny. Well, Jay was Jay no, we were grew talking up, about that, weren't we? Jay grew up Baptist. So, so one Southern of them, one of them's Catholic, and one is one of them's a Christian. Actually, I'm assuming that Luke no, is not, Catholic. You're not catching what I'm trying to say. What What are you talking about? Oh, Catholic as opposed to Christian is a dichotomy. You're saying there. You know what I'm saying there? Oh, I'm I'm yeah, sorry. Okay. I'm using the terms that yeah, like yeah. evangelicals would got label. It, got it. Got it. So you really ha- you haven't left the fold really. I have left the phone. Okay, I wish okay. you would never say that to me ever again. Say what? Don't say to me, I haven't left the fold. Well, because you're using all the old language. That's don't why. don't say to me. You're losing all the old language. No, yeah. don't say to me that I must still believe in God. I feel like you're, everyone wants to find a caveat for me. No, I'm just giving you a hard time. I'm just saying. Well, don't you're, give you're... me a hard time. I have other people giving well, me hard times. Don't argue this early. People want to make sure that I okay, still okay. believe in God because they need a all security right, right. blanket for me. Okay, let's get back to Please. our point here. I don't need anyone to secure a place in heaven for me. You, you assumed I was. Well, I just, that language is bothersome because for the past year. Yeah. Actually, more than the past year, the past couple of years. Yeah. Uh, would you, you like me to okay if you say, if you were in a different country and you were using the words wrong would you like me to correct you no i appreciate that uh, okay okay that the you, joke you, you didn't appreciate okay i didn't i didn't get the joke the but joke, once you explained it. it okay got it that catholics aren't always called christians especially by evangelicals because they're right. not even considered christians right that's what i was trying to say right and it went over my head i didn't get it all right but then i didn't then i took a dig and the dig was unnecessary you're saying Right. I am not in the fold. I don't want to be in the fold. Don't I get it. I was joke d- with me about being in the fold anymore. Please don't. Okay, I won't joke with you. If I do, it'll, it'll be, it'll, I'll joke over your head. Well, because 
Well, to explain this to people who are listening, is that for the past... Oh, they have to go back. Well, whatever. Well, no. The okay. past couple of years, you were giving me a hard time for a long time. Yeah. About, like, you were trying to, like, make sure I still believed or hoping I still believed or finding a way that I could still believe. Yeah. Yet not be the same type of Christian I was before. Like, you wanted to find a softer, more palatable version of Christianity for me. Right. That I could still be in. I think maybe that would have given you some comfort. Maybe. But the thing is, I don't... You finally stopped doing that to me. So I think that's why the joke didn't go over... Or not yeah, the joke. Yeah. That's why the comment you made that I'm still part of the fold didn't go over so well with me. Yeah. Is because I don't need you or anybody else to... Because every time someone... Not every time. But when I come out and say I'm not a Christian... Because like I, I wrote a blog stating very plainly and boldly that I'm not. And I had people, they're like, oh, were you just done with Christianity? Are you just done with the Bible? But do you still believe in God? It's like they want to find this solace for themselves. Or for me, that they want to make sure I'm still okay. Right, yeah, that makes sense. And I don't so... need them to do that for me. I get it. I understand it. But it's... It's kind of offensive. So what, I know that's what pretty I'm hearing, harsh. What I'm hearing is though, like there's a, there's a you're, there's a reaching out. I'm not necessarily hearing this from you, but they reach out to see if you're okay. <clears throat> but in their questions, maybe you're wondering, they need to know if they're okay. They need to categor- put you in a category that that makes you safe in their mind. And if they can't categorize where you're at, and, or if it seems like you've gone off the rails. Then they're 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 nervous. On, on well, your right, behalf. they would be they would, would be really worried. I think they would be less worried about me if they could find out. Yeah. Okay. Well, she still believes in God, so okay. Oh, I can breathe a sigh of relief. She's not maybe not going to go to hell now, or, you know, I just I just don't know. Like, I just. Why do people care so much? I guess because they've been taught to care. Well, you would have. Wouldn't you have cared? Yes, I would have cared. So you understand. I do understand. But it's like, I don't I don't need to be fixed. I want everyone to stop trying to fix me. Yeah. I stopped trying to fix people. I actually apologized to people. Have you tried to stop, have you tried to stop fixing me? No, I'm still trying to fix you. Okay, interesting. I'm still trying but to I fix you. But I shouldn't try to fix you. No. Because you're, because I'm behind in, in the evolutionary scale. Is that what you're thinking? Yes. So I need to be fixed, but you're good. Yes. Okay. At least I'm honest about it. I know, yeah. I'm glad you came to this conclusion. Yeah, but I don't, okay. Yeah, I just want you to feel, I just don't want you to have like these antiquated, outdated, barbaric thoughts that you still have permeating your brain. Right. Which is why we're going to talk about pride. Back to pride. This all goes back to pride. Brian didn't want to talk about it. So we've been very open on this podcast that we have a daughter who came out as, well, first she came out as queer, but then we didn't understand what that label meant. And then she changed it to gay. Did she change it so we'd understand it? Yeah, she changed it because she always had to That's explain funny. queer to everybody. Not to, not to, can I, let me, we'll get back to it. I, yeah. I, I, I couldn't exp- my mother couldn't figure out where I was so 
But when I said Protestant, she had some peace. She could at least categorize it. Before right. that, oh, she couldn't figure out. Who I, at one point, she thought I was Muslim. Right. So you had to come out to your Catholic mother as as an evangelical Christian. Yes, it would have been easier coming out as gay. I think. Really? Oh okay, yeah. Okay. So what? Because I. I yeah. How was but that? I don't want to make this Tell about me. Tell your coming out story. What What did that feel like to you to come out to your mother? Oh, it was horrible. Okay, so you could Well, because every birthday she would make a wish and we'd say, what did you wish for? And she'd say, uh, she'd say, um, well, she wouldn't say. And then as we got older, we, she goes, she, she would wish that we'd all remain in the church. Now that she means the Catholic church. Right. So knowing that was her wish, now notice she, did never, she never wished none of my kids would be gay. That's why I make the joke that it would have been right. easier to say I'm gay. Yeah. And I met this boy and she'd say, well, he's Catholic, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, he is. Okay, well, that's okay. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway. Yeah. It was hard. Yeah, I was. We were at a shopping Chicago Ridge Mall when I we were sitting by a fountain, and I and I told her. But here's the thing: I couldn't. If I just said I'm, I'm now Protestant, which I was, I don't think I knew I was though. Yeah. But saying that as a Catholic Irishman, that's like that's rough stuff. So so it was hard to do that. But it, but what what made it more confusing is she just couldn't figure out who what I really was really saying. But once she once she was able to categorize it then we had a few protestant people living in the park we lived in and they yeah. were normal they didn't have horns <laughs> and i think she was able to, to kind of figure it out and then we had a catholic priest come over while i was there which was my idea too i wanted him to come i had the idea of see i'm, I'm kind of well no this is the see where it goes podcast so so anyway uh but we had a year after i came out as a born-again christian uh, the the cat. I was praying before I went home, and I saw this priest in my head, and I imagined inviting him to dinner in mm-hmm. my head as I'm mm-hmm. praying. And when I get home, mom says, "Hey, I invited Pierce Walsh over. He he actually did my sister's wedding, and I just there was a feeling I got from this guy that was really good." So I said, "Great!" I said, "I was I had the same thought." So he came over for dinner, and he was able to translate to her what was going on in me, and yeah. he understood right. He was a smart guy. He knew right away. He used the word fundamentalist. Yeah. When I described where I was going, what I was doing is, well, the fundamentalists believe this. And looking God. back, he was right on the money. Yeah. Now, he said, he said, he goes, I believe the spirit is strong and it will pull you back to the church, the Catholic church. Mm-hmm. And I think mom always held on to that hope. But, but so there was this, so it, it, there is somewhat of a parallel because uh, I knew how important it was to mom and I knew I was going against her wishes. Mm-hmm. And yet, I knew she still loved me, and Dad did too. But I knew it was hard for her to understand. And so the reason I go all the way over there is because I think Finn uh, never felt she came out. She said to me, I think I'm gay, when in fact I think she knew she was. And she was softening her language so that right. that it would land better. And she, her regret was that she didn't just come out straight out and say it. But she was obviously afraid to come out and say it, you know. With you, not with, with me. me. Now, why wasn't she afraid with you? Well, because she had already witnessed my journey. I was like very vocal. Yeah. Talking about where I was. Right. And believing that. And because uh, before, say like five, well, probably like s- seven years ago, I was still very much hard against the LGBTQ uh, lifestyle and agenda and everything, even though it so, bothered know, me. I, okay, well, I'll, I'll make notes. Even though it bothered me that that people were gay and God never answered their prayers to change them. Uh, 
but then that started like making me very uncomfortable the fact that like if god hates homosexuality so much number one why are there so many people who are gay number two he has all power in the world ne'er a homosexual ever be born in this world easy fix that's what i say but obviously he doesn't give a shit so when do you think that so so oh, oh good well anyway i just it just started bothering me that i just really you know came to the conclusion that number one there's all kinds of gay people in the world there's not the church tries to tell you people are gay for these reasons you know, they try to say, no, 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 you're not born gay. You choose to be gay or someone has molested you or you've been raped by someone of the same sex. Or you didn't have a good relationship with a, da of, a dad. You, right. You, I mean, there's if all it's kinds a boy, of theories. But so could, could we, should we go to... Do you the, know the theories? Yeah, yeah. Well, we, we kind of were around those theories. So it's what you said, molested. Yeah. Uh, didn't have a good relationship with your dad mm -hmm. or your mom. Yeah. But usually, if the, if you came out as gay, or thought you were gay, there was we would go to those go tos. Right, we got to find out what the problem is and fix it. Right. Once we can like address that issue, yeah. And then, you know, if God doesn't change you when you ask Him to, which He never does, yeah. Then you just have to live a life without ever having a romantic. So you can be gay, but you can't act out on it. Right, you can't act out on it. So you got so to hope for the gift like of. A, the, you got to hope life. for the gift of singleness. Yeah. And that's a, so the gift of singleness is a, an interpretation from the Bible. It might actually come straight out and say it where I think Paul says if you have the gift of singleness. So you got to hope to roll the dice that if you are gay, that you also got the gift of singleness and that, then you're okay. But what if you're gay and you don't have the gift of singleness? What if you're gay and you still want to have <coughs> companionship? Right. Well, doesn't most people <coughs> do want to have companionship? Yeah in the world but I mean anyway I just came to the conclusion that well actually I saw a woman here in San Antonio who was not molested who was you know had great wonderful parents and she looked totally I mean she was so she had lots of testosterone in her body, like very hairy man legs and very muscular and everything. Anyway, when I saw her, I was like, oh my God, like this person did not choose to be gay. Like it chose her. Like <laughs> she just is like people just are gay. Like you either are or you aren't like I never wake up. Why would anybody choose it? I just don't get it. But anyway, when I saw her... No, there's more There's more to that story, right? The mother was working out like a fiend, right? During pregnancy. Right, she was. And she said she had a lot of testosterone in her body. Did the doctor confirm that that's what could have happened? No. This, this are her extrapolations. Yeah, yeah. But... Because when you work out, you get a lot of testosterone. Her daughter told her when she was four years old that she was gay. Right. When she was four. Yeah. But that's also... She's very unique. Yeah. Our daughter is not masculine at all. Right. But so but she does not have hairy man legs. She's not muscular. Right. She is very she's feminine. Yeah. And again, there's no rule book. There's no like you open the 
encyclopedia and there's like the typical type of gay person you're going to see, male or female. So for Christians to say this is how someone becomes gay and, you know, blah, 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 it's bullshit. It's absolute Well, especially with um, these two... um... There, there, uh, these two case, cases we looked at, like Finn broke all the way. I've always had a really strong relationship with her. You have. She's never been molested. So all of those narratives just were broken by her. Yeah. But also the other girl too. Yeah. And, and by tons of people. Like I just, when you meet someone who's gay and you talk to them and you find out their story. Yeah. Every person, just like all heterosexual people, everyone has their own story. Yeah. And... I know tons of heterosexuals who've been abused and molested who aren't gay. So this girl that you referred to, um, she seemed to be a pivotal moment on your journey. Yes. Because you were looking at her and you were saying, she was clearly born this way. She was like a living, breathing example of someone truly born gay. Now, before her, we what was going on? We was was, she, was it just like you saw her? And it's like okay, this is crazy. This got to be. This can't be a choice or whatever, or well, just something I, that happens to well, you. Well, I had been told it was a choice. I never believed that though. Yeah, yeah. I never ever believed that? it was a choice. Well, especially in the sixties, where you're going to get beaten up in seventies, eighties, whatever. Why would you? Choose I mean, that? come on, come on. I okay. People experiment. Yeah. With their sexuality all the time. A lot of people do, especially women. They do it more than men. So before that girl, though, here in San Antonio, right? Yeah. Was there another anything else that was shifting in your mind? Yeah. Well, it always shifted. It always shifted. Well, hell shifted. I stopped believing in hell, but that's a whole different thing. Right. But if we're talking about the gay thing, yeah, it shifted because I was like, God is doing nothing for these people. Yeah. He is like totally... Like if you claim to have all power, yeah, and you claim to hate something, and you're gonna say something's an abomination, right? But yet, you know, there are thousands of people who are gay. They're being literally given the death penalty in in different countries in the world, in some African countries, in Saudi yeah. Arabia, yeah. Um, and they're being ostracized by Christians. They're not allowed to participate in many churches. The majority of Christian churches, they can't participate. And they're, and I'm watching videos of these people who are saying, I prayed, I got on my face, I cried before God. Right. I begged God to change me. Yeah. God never changed me. Yeah. You know? And it's like, Right. Well, I mean, come on. Like, this is, this is craziness. If God hates something so much and you're on your face crying before him and he doesn't make you a heterosexual, he's the one with the problem. God's the one with the problem. It's like but he might be busy. the fake God that people have created from the Bible. Oh, well, let's see. Now, there you go. So you can't be gay and a Christian in your mind. No, you can, but it's really hard to do in lot in many parts of Christianity. Yeah. Because you know you're like the you know, the stinky sock that what found about, its way into a What about a the gay churches downtown? Lawn? You think they can those people look like that well, worship that, leader who was gay? Those are pro LGBTQ churches, Brian. That's different. I know, those I'm are just fully asking, accepting I, I, and you're churches. saying but you're cuz I'm, I'm sensing a dichotomy in your language of like it, it like 
you're gay and this imaginary god. So you're so I'm just saying. I'm that just saying a, place. a god, the god of Christianity, is useless god for gay people yeah. who are under the impression that they need to change in order to appease this god. Gotcha. Because that god doesn't change them. And so, therefore, he's useless. This God is useless. So... But you... Obviously, you can be gay and a Christian. There are many people just, who oh, are. Just checking, just checking. Um, but you can't just saunter into any old church. Right. Because you're going to... People are going to want to tell you how to live out your sexuality. Right. And they're going to want to maybe help you try and become a heterosexual... I you was can't, tra- yeah. You don't have the freedom that a heterosexual yeah. has just to go to any church you want to go to. So it's interesting. You said, um, oh, the joke I was going to make was that those, and I've heard those stories too of people who were like, they knew early on and they prayed and they prayed and they prayed and they cried yeah. and then nothing yeah. changed in them. Right. And then, I mean, God could have been busy given, he was probably busy helping other pastors get bigger churches and nice cars. Yeah, or getting a, finding someone a parking space. That's what he was doing. He was doing. busy getting. He was busy doing that. Yeah, and getting someone you know backstage passes to uh, concerts. Right, and uh, is there someone that comes to mind when you say that? Yes. Okay. But I mean, Christians <laughs> pray for the most stupid ass shit I've ever heard of in my life. Yeah. Okay. Let's keep it back on pride here. So you so know, pride. I, I noticed something in your language though. You said that when you were in, I'm just going to call the fundamentalist. Okay. Because not all evangelical... Well, no. Okay, let's just say... Well, okay. The evangelical world you were in, I heard the word, the, the gay lifestyle and agenda, and it just flowed out of your mouth. Because that's Yeah, what, but that's a, that's a term from that you would hear from, like, focus on the family. Right. So there's a gay agenda, and the gay agenda is to turn people gay. And how did they do that? No, to keep people from being gay. The gay agenda no, in the, the Christian... Yeah. Oh, the gay agenda. From the enemy. Oh, and so it, you're it, talking I'm doing about tongue in cheek here. Sorry, I misunderstood. So you're you. in the evangelical church, yeah, and there's this gay agenda, right? Right. right they that we're see told the gay about. agenda, and the gay agenda is to turn our kids gay. Well, I don't know if or they actually people. say that, but they say well, to, you know, no, to normalize every, it, to normalize, to normalize it, homosexuality. It's, normal. it's normalized. No, so we're going to do that by getting people like Ellen DeGeneres out there and getting people right. more gay people in shows to make right. us realize that we're not as Weird as you think, we're we're normal people. Is, is right, to, is to normalize it. Um, so, okay, did, did you want to talk about that or no? Well, no, it is a, it is a real thing. It's like they've painted gay people to be like this enemy yeah. camp of like a you know a group of people who are going against everything that's godly and moral, right? And that these people are deviant, yeah, and they live deviant lifestyles. It was a guy. And, oh, and that they're going to be the destruction of the family. I, okay, that is such bullshit. Okay, yeah. there are so many effed up Christian families in this world. Yeah. It doesn't matter if you're a Christian family or a Catholic family or whatever kind of family you are. You can be messed up. I mean, look at the yes. divorce rate. is crazy. Right. right. Okay. Oh, so can I can jump? I sh- no, Wait, you I want- go. You go. Well, I want to finish sharing the story. that After I change my views... About it, and I became pro LGBTQ and fully accepting, and stopped thinking it was a sin and all that. And I was still like a borderline Christian at that time. We were at a restaurant here in San Antonio, 
And there was a couple, a gay couple, a male couple, in the same restaurant. And they had two little kids who were toddlers. And they were sitting there and they were, they were both just being the coolest dads in the world. Like so loving and so patient and helping each other and feeding the kids. And it was so beautiful. Yeah. And to say that like, Having allowing gay people to get married or to adopt children is going to be the destruction of the family. Well, those kids are going to turn gay, though. Absolutely not. You can't turn someone gay. You know I'm trying to be funny. I know you're trying to be funny, and I get it. But I went over to them and I told them yeah. that I had just changed my views and how beautiful it was to see their family. And they were actually Christians. Yeah. They went to a Presbyterian church in downtown San Antonio. Right. That was fully accepting. Did you ever get pro, the name of the church? No, and pro, uh, you yeah, know, massive allies. But I just thought it was so. It was so beautiful. It was just as beautiful as any other family. You ready for the to go to the theology, the theological part of things? Well, if you want to. Where do, where do you want, want to go? Well, I mean, I wanted to talk to you about your ally thing. No. You don't want to talk about that? What does an ally mean? Okay, so I'm an ally. If you're not gay, you can't be... You're not in the letter parade. You're not an LGBTQ person. And the A doesn't get to go in there for ally. You don't think... Okay. But an ally is someone who is on the side of LGBTQ and is a supporter. Yeah. Because, I mean, kids get kicked out of their homes. Right, right. They... uh, you know, they need allies. Now, could you be an ally of, and you, like, we're not kicking yet. There's none of this going to yeah. happen. I don't think you chose it. I think this happened. Yeah. And could you still um, struggle with, uh, could you be somebody who struggles with what, what the Bible's saying about it and you haven't come to a determination, you're working around that stuff? Could no. you still be an ally? No. How do you know? Are you like the ally police or what? I just. Okay. Now give me a logical answer because you just look at your. I like don't have gonna, a logical you look answer. Like you're just going to get pissed off over there. I am pissed off. I'm trying to be nice. I'm don't trying be nice, to be. Just be logical. I don't care if you're nice. Just give me a logical answer. How do I answer. be logical? Okay. Let's, okay. Let me just that, kick in. Because into it. when I hear you say that, what yeah. happens internally inside of me right. is that I feel anger and disgust. Yeah. That's why. Because like, I am so filled with disgust. Over the Christian agenda. Let's talk about agendas here. Yeah. Okay, let's do it. The re- okay, here... Can I take the wheel? Can I say one more thing? Yeah. I just wanted to say that we were, you were talking about me changing you and you not being allowed to change me. Right. Here's the difference, and I just thought of the, the clarification. People who are not Christians and who are like secular or spiritual or whatever, they don't want to go around and make everybody like them. They just want to stop being demonized and being cast into hell yeah. and being labeled as deviant and different and and being hated on. That's right. all they want. Right. If you want to be a Christian or whatever, but just stop hating on everybody. Right, stop right. making it your life's goal to make the world exactly like you. Yeah. Live and let live. Most Christians do not want to live and let live. When I was a Christian, I did not live and let live. I wanted to change you to a Christian. Right, right. 
That okay. was my goal in life. So I grew up Christian. I was a Catholic. Can I can I yes. can I take yes. the wheel? Yes. And uh, we went to mass, and there was a cross dresser. Might mm-hmm. I say that? Is that a proper term these days? I think cross dressing is still acceptable. This guy had good looking fella. He had a stubble, but he had a wore a dress and and high heel mm-hmm. shoes and. Um, you know, we'd pass, he'd pass us on the street. This is early 80s. And uh, he would take communion. Mm-hmm. The priest would, I mean, they'd give him communion. Her, I don't know, how, I don't know, I don't know how he identified. Well, not a, it, well, Nobody owns okay, my po- God can, or Jesus. Okay, can I come, can we get back to me now? So my point is that like it was, it was never, there was never a sit down with him. Uh-huh. Oh, well, let's see where you're at now. You know, like, I just want to know, like, are you, is your heart right with God? All that stuff. They just gave him communion. And I always thought yeah. that was very cool. But it wasn't, um, and then at my uh, brother's wedding, there was a blonde-haired guy, very flamboyant, who was gay, friend mm-hmm. of my sister-in-law's, and um, he was there. And then, and I think if I had stayed on that trajectory, I think I would have remained a very liberal Catholic if I if I'd stayed in the church. Well, I don't know if I ever left the church, to be quite honest. Anyway, um, so. It just wasn't an issue. Then I had a dated a girl. She had gay friends, and it wasn't. I think if it, it, so, but when I became an evangelical, it was it was clear early on. Like you know, you get your list of sins and your, your list of problems, right? Mm-hmm. You get it early on, like, and you yeah. get it with the TV because I was kind. Of, I had a diet of of uh, the evangelical pastors on TV. So so there there's there's just the list you get, and the list up yeah. front is hey, let me let's show you the scriptures of where gays are. Right, are, it's like right? a huge deal. But it's it comes like... early, right? I remember like I was at church, there was this guy who, uh, we were in a prayer group. Well, no, he was going around trying to get a, this is like, this is way before. So Marriage Equality Act was 2015 here, mm-hmm. right? Soon after Ireland passed its its one. This is like late 90s or early 2000s. He was going around mm-hmm. church to get a, petition mm-hmm. signed against gay marriage so i don't know what was going on in the world this is two, early 2000s and i remember just thinking that's an odd thing to be doing walking around church like can you sign my petition and then we're in a prayer group and we're praying about you know they give you these things to pray about yeah and uh we're there's like a subject to pray about. it was praying about the homeless but then he starts talking praying about against gays and i'm thinking dude what's your issue with with the like why do you keep bringing this up and part of me was wondering like i wonder if he struggled with it Mm-hmm. Anyway, my point point is that okay, we go through that and 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 it's it's the, you know the the scripture's clear that mm-hmm. that um and uh, the scripture needs to be thrown in the trash okay, can. Okay, I know how you feel. Okay, so we go to the, we go to seminary and then um uh, we're looking at um the scriptures there in the Greek and 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 stuff and Hebrew. I think it's more. There's more in the New Testament against it. So so we look at different. Uh, scriptures and when i look at them now it's it's a case of um i think you have two choices i think that that it's hard to dance around some of these scriptures where it's saying in it's in romans it's in corinthians where it really seems like paul is 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 saying or or if you believe god said it all that god's saying i i have a problem with this right um so I guess where I was left with was okay. Either either God didn't say that, and really Paul just has an issue. And I have this theory that's probably offensive to people, but Paul spent all these years in prison, and things happen in prison. And maybe he just hated gay men because they harassed him. That's a very dangerous 
view for someone who says that God wrote it. Are you serious about that? Well, I am serious about that. If if God okay. didn't write, if if Paul said it and God didn't say he, it, was he in a Roman prison? He was in prison a lot. Well, I'm maybe asking, he was it's raped. A Roman pr- prison because why does that matter? Well, because homosexuality Probably. was rampant in the Roman and the Greek cultures. I think prisons. I think in prison, if you're in a men's prison, um, rape happens, right? right? And so, it's very, it's kind of acceptable in some circles of prison yeah. to be like, you know, this is your prison wife or your prison this. It's so I'm just, just saying, if like, he if he was like the Tim, the guy from Shawshank Redemption, Tim. Oh yeah, the guy Tim who played Robbins. Tim Robbins. Like uh, maybe he hates gay people. Okay, that's a theory that that um, would be very offensive to people. I get it. Who would say Paul wasn't Paul writing it? God wrote it, right? Okay, so let's assume then then God wrote it for that time and or let's say God wrote Maybe it but it was for Paul all time Paul was just a homophobe possibly but let's okay and I'll, he was okay there was a lot of problems with Paul Paul was a murderer too he murdered Christians yeah yeah but then he okay. repented of that right right and then he started hating on other people but then we have but then that's ignoring Old Testament writings that say a man, man should not write, sleep with a man, woman should not sleep with a woman. Yeah, and it's the same right? Old Testament that tells women they have to live, leave the village yeah, when yeah. they have their period. I get it, but that's not... My point is that like, you can't just focus on Paul. That There's another writer in the Old Testament Okay, we're well, here's about. the thing. It's like when you look at it, you see it as a book written by God. Okay? Well, I, or inspired by God. I don't see it that hang way. Well, hang on a sec. I don't see the Bible. I am not wrestling internally yeah over whether the bible says it's okay okay you're, yeah i get Can i know I you're or well, not i thought i had okay. the wheel yeah i'm gonna give you back the wheel Go in ahead. one second yeah i don't have that struggle anymore because right. the entire bible to me now when i look at it it is one of the most messed up books i have ever seen in my life and the fact that people take it right and use it right as a tool yeah for all kinds of things is bothersome. I don't struggle with that the way you do. Got it. So let me correct you a bit. You say that I believe God wrote it all. So there's, there's, there's problems with that because there's a case. Let me pick one case in Titus where, where Paul says that the Cretans, the people from Crete are a bunch of losers and wasters and blah, blah, blah. And he goes, and he goes, I was, you know, and it's like, well, that that's problematic. It, did God really just... Um, rip an entire nation of people because because I grew up and I'm gonna this is a slight tangent. Paul a racist? Well, no, I grew up, I grew up. We would use the word cretin. Oh, you're a cretin. Yeah, you're a cretin. We cretin. said cretin. We said it. So for two thousand yeah. years, we an entire island of people have been called losers because in the Bible Paul says they're losers. So did God really just say that, knowing that there's an entire group of people who will be ripped on for two thousand years? That that's where it becomes problematic. That God really write it all. That's all okay, I'm saying. So, so when was, you say I believe he wrote it all, I don't believe that's true. And I'm picking one case in point. Did 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 Jesus' words get reflected accurately? I mean, I think there's, I think, I don't know, but I think there's a lot of good stuff in there that you throw out. I, as I always say, I don't no. think you should throw the baby Jesus out with the bathwater. Because you have why pro- Jesus was born to someone who could have been 14 years old. Okay, you're all that's over disgusting. the place. Here. You're all no, over I'm the place not. Here. That's the culture of where they go, were. I don't give a shit. That's their culture. I don't care. Well, it was the time. It's, cult, it's culturally disgusting. It That culture back then was was awful. Women were abused. Yes, they were property. I get it. I get and it. God brought his 
supposed savior in an abusive way. Yeah. To impregnate a young girl who wasn't even married, so he gave her a bad reputation. It's like, let's give this young girl who already has it hard enough because she's going to be considered property in this society. She's going to have to be having babies as a young girl. She has no authority over her own decisions, her own life. And now I'm going to make her get pregnant. Okay? Okay. And have this baby. And that's all she is. And then when she gets her period, she's going to have to leave the the house. And she's not going to have maxi pads either. All right, this, this is all over the place here. Well, come on, Brian. Why is the story of baby Jesus coming into the world, why is it a good story? Can, Tell I mean, me why. Can, I, you just said I shouldn't throw it out. I'm explaining to you why I have thrown it out. Well, because I think it's very important to me and, and very important to my but 180 turn. It will be important to you and not important to me, and that's okay. Nobody's arguing that. Yeah, I don't that's have fine. To everybody. See, that's another caveat you want to make. What? You don't want me to throw that out. Why? Okay, you can. Why can't I? I'm, okay, can I? Here's the point I'm trying to make: that there's so, if somebody's listening to this podcast who is gay but also believes in Jesus and the Bible, what I'm trying to present here is that the two can live together. Right. If you, if you're, well, see, in my can mind, I, I would have how? to do yes. Okay. I, I would have at, to do millions of mental gymnastics. And to I make think that people do. I think me. people have to contort themselves to make it work. So here's here's an option where. It can work, okay? If if um, the option is that if you look at the Bible, um, there's there's a scripture that says God hates divorce. Fifty percent of Bible believing Christians get divorced, which is which is in parallel with most. Okay, so how, how is that? How can they? And, and when I say divorce, I mean so there's a biblical uh, reason for divorce. If if your wife is no longer a believer and she leaves you. You can mm-hmm. you can get divorced. Number two is if there's if there's um, infidelity, you can get divorced. But there's probably many cases where it's well, I just don't feel I don't love anymore. Like there's probably re- non-biblical reasons for divorce, but it still happens. It's still allowed. And then Jesus talks about if you're divorced and remarried. But but what's happened is I think pastoral exceptions have been given. Why? Because so many people seek divorce. Pastoral exceptions are not being given to people who are gay. Why? Because there's such a small percentage of them. That's my theory. That's number one. Number two, if you look at the the scriptures that were used on both sides of the Civil War for pro and against slavery, I think the South actually had stronger um, arguments for pro-slavery from the Bible. Right. Because there's mentions in the Bible of slaves obey your masters. Yeah. And it's like, so the North... uh, argument was okay that's fair but overall the general feel of the bible is is an arc towards justice and we have to stop this now so what i'm saying is that um with where we're at now what we're discovering uh with homosexuality that 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 pastoral exceptions need to be given and and we need to say okay back back then and i know that's scary for a lot of people because it's like well you can't say back then it's got to be a uh, it's got to be that that there's certain scriptures that do expire. Like we can eat shrimp now, which I actually don't think we can. And pork we can eat. Like I think they're still probably bad for us, like they were back then. But you can definitely get your undies in a twist trying to trying to make. Uh, all I'm saying is maybe it was a made up religion. Yeah, it was a made up religion. All these rules and regulations. I mean, if you're gonna eat okay, a bag of Cheetos. Yeah. Why can't you eat shrimp too? Right, like like aspartame I mean, should be why, mentioned in the Bible why, too. I 
don't know. I'm gonna well, no, I'm gonna uh, go on a rabbit. Well, no, I think where we're going back to, I think where it goes back to is it's not like is it really a if it's a rule it's not a rule book for life. There's no way if it, it isn't that, a rule book for life because aspartame like, would have been nut. made and also there would have been mention of don't uh, take Prilosec when you can just take um, probiotics for your stomach, for example. Well, it's just inadequate. Okay. It's inadequate. It's a cruel book. Okay, so let me just wrap that up. So what about that? Okay. Back to where where were we? Well, because we were talking about we were on a date last night and we're sitting at the bar. Yeah, I want to talk about that conversation. That was private. That was private. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, I'm an ally. Good for you. I'm a full blown ally. And a support pride. I think I'm an ally. And everything. I got to figure out what them. So here's what, what we talked about at the bar. Like there's people putting uh, the rainbow um, um, flag on their Facebooks and LinkedIn. And it's like uh, as a show a show of ally. Yeah. And I think if I do that, then it's it's like what's stopping me from doing that? That was the question I had. What is stopping you? Do you know? It could be fear of what it could be fear of of what people think, which is a terrible reason not to do it because I think it would be meaningful to my daughter. I think it's also also so there's that. There's also am I doing it sincerely? Am I because to me to me an ally means you would actually marry a gay couple. That means hundred percent. That means a hundred percent in if you would actually marry not- a gay couple willing to do that at this I, point. I don't think I could do a marry a gay couple. I don't think I could Why do it not? in all consciousness. Because I'm just not there. But yet you could marry two, a male and a female, who are most likely going to get, are you a, trying to fix get me? a divorce. Are you trying to fix me over here? Are you? I mean, haven't you heard stories are you of trying so to fix many me over messed here? up marriages? Are you trying to fix you... me over here? Yes of or no? Of course. I'm always trying to fix you. Yeah. Okay. Thanks. Well, I'm sorry. That's just... I'm just telling you where I'm at, okay? I know. I don't. If if I if here's the that's thing. That's why I couldn't go to your church when we're setting up a church. That's why I can't go. I never had a church for you to go to. I know, but we were going to have a church, I and I it. can't do it. I couldn't do it knowing that we can't, that we weren't going to be able to give gay I, people. I was struggling with the same all thing. the rights of the church. So I can't do that. Um, my point is that um, I when people would change their theology overnight on on. On homosexuality because a child came out I'd always say well you're you're kind of you're you're tw- turning things around to fit because somebody so close to you has come out and I to me it was important for Finn to know that like I love you and that's not going to change I just I've got I've got like you've taken your journey I've got to take my journey and make make it make it make sense to me because if I make it make sense for her or for you then I'm not using my own logic and 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 stuff. I'm I'm. In other words, that's what I'm saying. That's important. Yeah, I mean, I no one can take my journey for me. I had to change, but, and I did not change my opinions because of Finn. She right, no, was I know not he did. Out as gay. No, you you were I affirming. No you were, I think you were a lily pad. You were the. Gay. You became an ally, and then, and then allowed her a safe landing to come out. Right. She. I. I came out as pro LGBTQ. How many years before she came out? At least. I thought no. I thought it was two months before. No, there's no way it was just two months. I want to talk about something interesting. Um, 
a guy I know who I used to go to church with had set, called me. Uh-huh. And this is the kind of stuff that messes with my head. Yeah. And he said, there's a spirit of homosexuality at work in your house. Uh-huh. Right? He's also on social media with our with kid, well, that's our kids thinking, yeah. and us. Right. So he could so is <clears throat> so the question is, okay, so let's play it both ways. He's like that person who um you pay money to maybe. Here's option A. You pay money to them to read your future and uh they see a dog tag under your shirt. They say, uh, you were in the military. Oh my gosh, how did you know? You know what I mean? There's that. So he could have just seen the flag behind her head, number one. Number two, a spirit of homosexuality. Well, come- did he say that after she came out? Well, he never said it was her. She he, came out. He thought it was one of the boys. Do you, did you know, do so, you remember the timeline? It was, no, it was after she came out, six months after. Okay, well, he could have seen something. Yeah. And her um, postings. I don't even know if they're friends on Facebook. I have no idea. Okay, talk to another guy who said that his son said he was bisexual and the guy's mother in another state had a dream that these demons were dragging this boy into home. Just let you listen. Well, this is... We're, yeah, chill out. We're dragging the, this boy in and he was saying, there's no way my mother could have known that he was... Um, that he had come out as bisexual and um i'm just saying that these are thoughts people have okay, well, so you you've know got what? to give them... you know whose fucking problem this would be would be god because he could have stopped them because if he sees all the fucking demons everywhere why isn't he doing something about it yeah get the fucking demons off your people and off children yeah okay that would be his problem right brian what are you yelling at me and for why I, I, would you a... love a god and believe in his Bible if he allows demons to go around attacking people and then he's going to send those same people to hell. Now, what kind of logic is that? And what kind of deity is that that allows that kind of shit to go on? Yeah. Think about it. I'm sitting up on my royal throne and I'm going to see all these little demons, whatever they look like, red with little horns, yeah. go attack somebody's child, their 14-year-old son or daughter or whoever, Yeah. who has a really high chance of committing suicide. Oh, yes. Okay. I want to talk about that. Or getting kicked out by their families. And you're just going to sit up there and watch it go down. So, can we shift gears? You Okay. That really, like, that makes me... That is why I don't buy into that bullshit. What bullshit? The bullshit that if God had a problem with it, then he needs to fix it. And he needs to get all the demons off of everybody. Yeah. Get the demons off of me if I'm an unbeliever now because I am under demonic attack. Then why doesn't he get the demons off me? Let me can I play devil's advocate? No. Because I want the demons? To be, to be a pun. Ooh. He would. He would, but what? If you would be obedient and go I to, was go obedient. To, I'm not talking for to you. fucking over 20 years, I'm not talking I was to you. obedient. If it, I'm, not to, I'm not you. I mean, one, sorry, I'm pointing at you, but I mean, if he won, our mic levels are going high. If what, uh, here, Here's the answer, right, from, from the old world. Uh, well, you have to go to church and stay celibate, and then the demons come off you. 
But if you start keep going down this road here, then um, you know you're on your own. So, so you've got to. If we if we, if we you've, you've follow out. that theology all the way through, Brian. Yeah. That means our daughter, right now, yeah, has demons in her or on her or around her, dictating her life to her every day. And God, yeah, who is supposedly all powerful and knows everything sits on his royal ass and does nothing to rescue her. And her eternal soul is in jeopardy. You and I can do nothing because we're mere mortals. Yeah. He is not a mortal. Okay? Yet he does nothing. Okay? Yeah. Now where's the logic in that? And then you want to take the Bible and give it some form of power. Words on a page. Now, I know my daughter, and I know there are no demons around her. Someone that loving, that yeah, good, yeah, yeah, yeah. that kind. How could you or Where's anyone else you're, ever think? You are, you're taking this and applying it to her. I'm talking about or it any in, kid. in general, that, that view is but out listen there. listen to the language. They, I, I watched a show recently. I watched a snippet of it with it, Ben it, where yeah. they're praying over, they pray over these kids yeah. to get the demons out of them. And now, when they say they're gay, when they come out and say they're gay. And so, uh, that has caused a lot of damage to kids, psychological damage. Yeah, who've think? been prayed. So, it is that what's happening in these conversion camps? Yeah, all kinds of stuff happen. Well, I don't think they have them anymore because they realize they don't work. Um, because the AMA or the American Psychiatric Association had a really good 60-page PDF on the dangers of, of conversion therapy and how they've shown evidence how bad it is. Yeah. And I think it's terribly psychologically damaged some of these kids. Yeah, it's very damaging. What should we talk about now? This doctrine in the church is damaging because yeah. it's basically saying you are fundamentally... Who you are as a person is wrong. Yeah. A heterosexual person can wake up every day of their lives and never feel that I am fundamentally wrong. Like, yeah. going about my life day to day, loving someone of the opposite sex, there's nothing inherently wrong with that. I never have to question it. I'm accepted fully by society. But a gay person is, is told by huge swaths of society you are wrong you as a person your aura your essence it's wrong yeah do you remember i wanted to go back to the story when when our daughter was in a christian homeschool co-op mm-hmm. when she was you know what she knew she was gay at the time but she wouldn't of course bring it up but yeah um it was almost like, do you remember the other girl there who was almost like a litmus test? She was asking, yeah. she kept asking Finn, where do you stand on this? What was, that, right. what was that conversation? Well, I don't know. I don't think Finn ever would come out and she wouldn't, say. But what were the questions they were asking her? Like, why were they even, why was. I don't, well, because it gets talked about, right? Like, like they need to know her Christian stance on Christian kids it. talk about this. Well, yeah, people want to know your stance because right. it's a true. It's a litmus test. Right. Like, are you really a real Christian? Real Christian, yeah, Like, yeah. what kind of Christian are you? So, um. Let me go back to... So what happened was in that conversation, this other girl said, you know, in 
some Muslim country, if you're gay, they'll throw you off a building. Right. And then she said... We should do that here. Right. We should do that here. And then soon after, Finn's like, I'm out. Right. Is that right? Was it around yeah, the time? Yeah, she wanted to be out of the so, homeschool group, which I don't blame her, too. Not at all. That's what gay people are potentially up against in their own families or in church communities. My sister told me that um, the Pope came out, because Pope was using language in um, a few years ago when he first came, on, came online, when he first became Pope, and they asked about the uh, LGBTQ community, and he said... Um, um, who am I to judge? Um, who am I to judge? But then I guess he he came out and uh, saying, I think I haven't read it like that. It, that it is a sin. And I remember my sister saying that there was all these people standing outside St. Peter's just feeling so crushed. You know that he said it was a sin. That he, that he said it was. My guess is there was some shift in the church that were like. I mean, they've when always was this? they've always the, the Catholic Church has always held that position. Right. This was probably a few weeks ago. We should read that, read that, and maybe come back with something next week. That's how deep the brainwashing is. Like it is so ingrained. Like if you're taking a religion that's you know thousands of years old, and this brainwashing gets passed down from generation to generation, and then you put the fear of hell and the talk of demons and spiritual oppression and all of these things i mean you can't people just can't undo that overnight no you can't i mean shifting in human consciousness is a major shift right there is um i mean getting people to let go of owning other other humans i mean how obvious can it be that that's wrong okay let me say something to you that that because i think i come across as the defender of the bible and i i have these private thoughts that i Sometimes I don't share with you because I don't want you to think you're going to get a score. You're going to get the Bridget 1, Brian 0. But I did have this thought I shared. There's a lot of information in the Old Testament about sewing certain cloths together, Mm -hmm. sewing, eating shrimps, and and the type of animals you can eat. And I was thinking, like, why not put a scripture in there? Maybe put a footnote at the end of every book saying, you shall never own another human being ever. Right, ever, you shall ever. never own a human being. But exactly. actually, quite How the opposite. Would that have been? Quite the op- Like it's just one line. If you're going to do all, spend all this other time and other stuff. Right. That one line. Why not? Like I think Christopher Hitchens said that. Who who wave warmed up to? He's in it. He, he God rest his soul. He was. I don't think he'd accept that. But um, okay, I'm I'm going off on a tangent. Well, my yeah. Point, why oh, no, doesn't no, 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 no. the Bible just say that? Let me fa- let me finish my part. This is my point. knowing. Okay. This is my point, not yours. Oh, my, my point God. was that like, why not just. Uh, Mention that, and instead you don't mention that. You actually make it sound like it's okay to own slavery. Well, then why would why would you say that, knowing how it's not just affected not just affected people who are in slavery, but it's still affecting their generations because it was such a vicious curse, right? On on the Which Africans. Reminds me something I want to share. Yeah, in a minute. Uh, it was such a vicious curse on on the people themselves who are in slavery, but it was so bad that it affects because you know trauma is captured. Uh, you can feel trauma from your ancestors. It's actually passed it's through, your, through your genes. Yeah. So, so African Americans today are still feeling that, and God knows right. how long they'll still feel it. If you know all that, why don't you mention something to say you shall never own another person? Period. Right. Exactly. Let me save you all this arguing. Because God doesn't give a shit about pain and suffering. Look at the Holocaust. I was thinking about okay, don't this take last it too far night. Now. Yeah. Why can't I take uh, it all the way? Because this is my. I was trying to make my point. You'd made it. And you were I supposed to say it was a great point. point. You're finally it wasn't me, a good Brian. point. Well, you might be coming to my side, Brian. 
No, go ahead. The Holocaust. But I mean, what are you doing if you're God? What are you doing during the Holocaust? What are you doing? What was God's typical day like during the Holocaust? You want me to answer that? I'll tell you. What are you doing? You want to answer? Is that, like, is that ooh, a return? Oh, that was a return. I would question. intervene, but uh, I got to give all these people free will. They got to have free will. Hitler's got to have free will to kill those six million Jews. I don't want to take that away from him. Is that a rhetorical question? <laughs> Can I take a shot at the answer? Take a shot, and then I want to share something cool. No, go ahead. Okay, so I was listening to NPR yesterday, and Virginia Theological Seminary, they owned slaves Yeah. back in the beginning of their uh, days. And now they are paying reparations to the descendants. Yes. And it was so cool. What a great story. And so the president, I think, of the the seminary was speaking with this man who was a a descendant uh, of someone who had worked there. Yeah. And he was very... uh, They've allotted a percentage of their endowments. What? Like one point... $2 $2 million, which is just the beginning. Yeah. But that's how much they have in the fund right now. Yeah. To pay reparations. And so they're what they're doing is they're finding all the descendants, yeah. which is a process. Right. And then they pay them a certain amount per person. And then they um, offer those people free, like you, you're like a member of the seminary then, and you can go in and eat... In the dining hall uh, for free at any time uh, you want. And sure. then they want to do more than that. They want to like build relationships and everything. And this this African-American man they were talking to, oh, oh, this was what was really cool. The interviewer asked, he said, what do you want to say? He asked the president of the seminary. He said, what do you want to say to Gerald or whatever his name was? And he said, on behalf of the of our institution... And everything, we deeply apologize um, for, you know, everything that we did. And um, we want to... Make it right. Make it right. And I know it's just it's just a gesture. It's not, obviously, it can't make up for everything. And then the man responded. He said, I accept your apology and... I think it's a really, this is a really good start. Because I guess there's some other people, some of the other descendants, they don't, they're not, they don't like it. Oh, they don't? No, they don't. I don't know what their position is. But like his, I think like his grandfather or something who's like 90 years old or his uncle is not, doesn't really like it. But anyway, just thought it was really cool because it's like, here is a very tangible thing that they're doing to try and repair obviously you can't you can't rebuild something that was yeah you know smashed to the ground you know but you can begin the healing process by just doing something so small you're acknowledging it yeah and i don't know why would you go to would you go to a seminary if you were a believer if you were i wouldn't i wouldn't go to any seminary no but if you were but but if if, you if were. I were a Christian who was who was into social justice, because not all of them are, then I probably would put my sights on that one. On yeah, that yeah. one, because sure. 
And I know people have a problem with reparations. I don't, I don't know how the U.S. government would go about doing reparations because it's probably maybe too expensive or but whatever. But I think it's more, isn't it more the, isn't it more the act than the, than the money? Right, well, but the he they I guess they felt that it was better to do something. Yeah, they, they just uh, what's nice is they're doing something like there, there may be a case where it's like we do owe your great grand great grandfather money and grandmother for all right. the work they did for free, so we do owe that. Right, you owe it because but we have you a treasury. We have a, a person. We but what if they have a limited amount of funds? But they do. But the point is they're doing something. And I think that's part of our something. problem is I don't think we something. ever fully repented. We should have a national day of repentance over slavery. Yeah. And killing all the Native Americans. Yeah. Wiping them off their land. Yeah. And then maybe another one for how why, we freed the LGBTQ. Why hasn't the U.S. president ever done that? It would be so easy to easy. do. All you do is you acknowledge... Maybe someone has done it and we just don't know. No, I think there should. Like, but here's another if one. If I were president of the United States, yeah, I would go and say, these are the things that we did as a nation that were not right. Right. Obviously, we can't go back and rewrite history or yeah. do it again. We don't get a do-over. But we apologize on behalf of our ancestors. Yeah. And we acknowledge this. You know, and we want to do better. It's so easy. Like, why not do that? What's 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 you know, the harm in do you doing know, that? Uh, the rep- do you know the in the old Bible times they would do a thing called sackcloth and ashes for uh-huh. a time of repentance. Yeah, I was thinking that that would have been. I know we're all over the place, but the, have you heard of the Magdalene Laundry? In, no. On Ireland, we started a movie about it years ago, and you couldn't finish it. But it's uh-huh. these uh, girls who were pregnant. Uh, a lot of times through rape in Ireland, they were sent to this laundry, and oh, they were just completely. I remember they that. Were, the babies were usually. I think the babies were taken and adopted, but these these women yeah. went through a lot of painful things. And but that laundry was like um, I would call it the Abu Ghraib of Ireland, where terrible things happen, and it right. symbolized the worst parts of of the Catholic abuse in Ireland. But I, when the Pope was in Ireland, he did meet some. I don't know if he met. He met abuse victims. I don't know if they were connected to that. But I always thought it would have been cool if he. And the Cardinal of Ireland got in sackcloth mm-hmm. and literally uh, kneeled down and had some of the descendants of the women dump ashes on their head as a symbol of we are sorry for what happened here. Yeah. Like, I think that would have been very cathartic. And I think that might be sound extreme to some people, but I think there has to be stuff like that. Right. Well, for the, I mean, for the, it's not like you're not necessarily saying that you like, like I didn't personally have any descendants who owned slaves. I do. Yeah, I know. I so do. Like my <laughs> my people. But there's got to be something. My yeah. on my dad's side. Right. Own slaves, and in the will, he actually passes his slaves to his children. Well, you know here. And he, you have that letter, don't you? They are property. You have that letter. Yeah, I don't know where it is. I could find it. Now. So. Next February, maybe you don't wait till then. Maybe you post on Facebook on behalf of my ancestors. Forgive me. What do you think? No, yeah, I yeah. can do that. You find the letter and, uh, mm-hmm. you know. Well, yeah, I mean, it's like. Um, but now we. I mean, obviously, I didn't own anybody. Okay, but... so but we're we're back. Can I pull back to pride? Because this is. Uh, yeah, let's go back to pride. Is there something? Is there an equivalent there? I said it, but you were talking over me when I said, "Is there an equivalent for Pride Month? Is there a day in June where there's a a day of?" Um, 
repentance of how LGBTQ people have been treated. Well, I think that's out. happening on an individual basis. Like right. where? Oh, I know what I was going to say. So I went. I I met with a counselor soon after. Uh, Finn came out. Not not mm-hmm. connected to Finn, but just a lot, lot of things were changing. In, in there was I had, I had left the pastorate and stuff. But she talked about that a lot of people in this town come to her who feel they have to choose between their church and their kid and, and yeah. they, they they kick the kid out because the church oh made God. him do it. And she said, you know, the, the rich... church the, asked them to kick their kids out? Well, I don't know if the out? church asked, but the church, or they, they, kind of, they felt like they had to make a decision and they did it on behalf, feeling it was a loving thing to do to say you can't be gay and whatever. But she said she came across a lot of parents in, in town here who were who either chose not to 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 keep the kid and kick the church out or vice versa and um i think there's a I mean, people the, are finding a, new churches there's a big homeless trans community here did you know that maybe you told no, me that. no i didn't know i mean no i did know that i, and I'm know not, that. I wouldn't be surprised if, you, if it's a higher rate in the bible belt well the trans community that's the that community is really at risk of suicide yeah, yeah, and murder yeah. too, because the oh, only yes. no they can't get jobs. People won't hire them, right? And you know, Christians don't bother. Not all Christians, but a lot of Christians don't bother to read about transgender and what it's about. Like they don't want to be educated. They just take these scriptures out of the Bible and they just, I don't know. Well, I want. I have to say that. I am very proud that I have a gay daughter. Yeah. And I consider it a privilege because gay people are cool as fuck. Are straight people? Yeah, but not as cool. Okay. Well, to say. Because what? Why? Because of their clothes? I don't know. They're just like. More themselves, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, a lot of gay people are just really cool people i mean they express them not this is a stereotype right everyone has stereotypes yeah but um i don't know it's like freedom of expression could be yeah yeah um more art well just like the show we used to watch queer eye yeah yeah i mean those guys were they are so cool yeah you know i consider it an honor yeah you know and uh yeah, I consider it a real honor. I'm more honored by her bravery mm-hmm. to come out where... Oh my God, I can't believe this. No, we can't believe what? What can you believe? I'm just saying you're, you're impressed because she's gay. I'm saying the bigger impressive thing is not isn't is more about her character well, around that issue. Well, she is brave. She's way to, more brave to come than out, me. To come out... When her dad's doing a church plant, and it, you know, I know that, that was huge. I know she is, she is. So what I'm saying is, you're more shallow because you're like, oh, because the gay people are dressed better, or they're more themselves, and I'm pointing to their courage. So I'm the hero here. They do have you do have to be courageous if you're gay. Yeah, she is courageous. She's way braver, more brave than I ever could be. Oh yeah. And right. I actually gain a lot of strength from her bravery because she doesn't care. Right. She does not care. No, I don't think she that's could true. Be... That's tr- not true. That when is you, true. When you say she do- doesn't care, um, she cares that she's accepted as a, as a human. Well, exactly. What right? I'm saying is she could be in a church right. of 
a bunch of people who are anti-gay yeah. who think it's wrong, she would be totally fine. Well, here's where I disagree with that. Um, if she feels family members will treat her differently and love her less, then she would care, right? Well, of course I'm she would care, but case, she but... can't put all her eggs in those baskets. Just, yeah, so... Um, okay, well... That's a thing, too. It's like, it's so divisive. Christianity is such a divisive religion. Right. And other religions. That's yeah. just happened to be the one I grew up in. Yeah. Well, what? How? what's our time on 107. this? 107. 107? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, that's all I have to say. Actually, I could go on. I'm sorry for my rambling and my getting upset, but that's just who I am. I do feel like every time we do a podcast, you're ripping on Christianity, though. Yeah, and you would be right about that. Is it? A, do you so think I it's part of your? To rip do you on. think it's part of your journey? Do you, have you heard of the Kubler Ross? No. Is it Kubler Ross? That's the Kubler Ross stages of grief, where you go through the loss of something, uh-huh. and anger is one of them. Are you concerned about this because my anger makes you uncomfortable, or are you actually concerned about me and wanting me to move through something? That's a good question. Uh, I don't know. That's a good question. I have to think about that. I'd like to say both. Well, because I feel like I'm angry because there's a lot to be angry about. I don't like to see people get abused. I don't like... I don't like a whole system that condemns most of humanity to eternal damnation. And, you know, to be a fair player... In all of this, the Quran does the same thing. Right. Um, yeah. So does Scientology. Scientology does doesn't you put you in hell. No, Scientology, you just have to go back and do everything all over again until you get it right. In different lifetimes? Yeah. You just keep wow. having to cycle Sorry. through one life after another life after another life until you figure it out. All right. Well, it's 7 o'clock. It feels like it's, we've been up since 4. You've uh, been up since 4. Yeah. Um, I'm meeting some friends. I'm meeting Lee. Okay, meeting some friends at nine with Liam. And anyway, um, I think this might be our last day of rain and tonight, and then I think we're gonna get all sun for the next week or so. Already? That's what it said on my phone today. That changed then, because it was supposed to rain all week. It did. It did change. There you go. I'm yeah. Very happy. Is about there anything it. you want to add? Any, well, any lighthearted things? I just want to things? say I apologize to anyone I may offend with All right, my can you say that anti-Christian That's... language. Yeah. I'm not anti-Christians themselves. I know tons of Christians who I love dearly. I'm just not. Should you apologize down though? Is that a good with the is, Bible? Is that a good... I'm just not down with the religion. I get it, but do you think you should be apologizing? Is that... but you act like I you because you pointed out how I. I'm so anti-Christian that it makes me think that I should probably apologize. Oh. No, I'm just saying that it's, uh, it, it steers there every week. And I know that bothers you, doesn't it? It does a bit, yeah. Well, because I, I also wonder. But we're talking wonder. about pride, though. That's I mean, true. this yeah, is a yeah. huge thing. It How is a huge thing. How does it not go with... I'm sorry, it. Brian, that my personal feelings interfere with what we talk about on the podcast. That's there. That's an insightful comment, actually. If you go back and play it again. Mm-hmm. 
Well, should we press stop now? Is there anything else you want yes, to add? Yes, you guys there have any, a great Any shows week. or a podcast? Oh, or... we have new listeners. No, we you don't. A... We don't? Okay, well, never mind. You're going to point to the guy in Australia like he's a new listener, and he might he might have listened to that one. Well, if he, if he is, If you listen Murray, to this one, Murray. Murray, if you're listening <laughs> from Melbourne, we appreciate it. Thank you. Email how'd you say, us. How do you say that again? Melbourne? Is it Melbourne? I think so. He'd Melbourne? say Melbourne. Melbourne. Melbourne? he'd say, yeah. Okay. I, I don't know, but he's from Melbourne. He's... Ice House was from Melbourne, actually. Okay. Do you know them? Ivor Davies and Ice House. That was a. I, speaking of Australia, I mean, um, I was thinking about Australian bands actually. They're yeah. Really good band in the eighties when everyone else was doing synthesizers, they were all out playing live. Yeah. And um, they. Um, the problem with eighties bands was it was hard for them to reproduce that sound, the overproduced yeah. sound live, and then it usually couldn't. Yeah. It sounded like the cars weren't good live with their 80s stuff. Anyway, but the Australians didn't have that problem because they they played out live a lot. There was a big criteria for good mm-hmm. bands. So uh, I say that because in the 80s, there was a big, during their bicentennial, or was it their centennial? Bic- I don't remember. Centennial. Uh, they had some really good bands come in. Midnight Oil, Ice House, In Excess. The list goes on. Yeah. But I was thinking about that during the week. So anyway, there you go. Okay, well, cool. If you're a new listener, thanks for listening. And, yes, um, thank you. Share it with your friends. Leave us a review. Hey, didn't I mention an Australian listener before? You did, wait. At the very beginning, I said we succeeded if we got an Australian listener. I just randomly picked Australia because it was so you far did. away. Yeah, you did. And it might be Murray. And it might be Murray. Okay, Murray, have a great weekend. Yeah, bye-bye Everyone now. Else, bye.